Today on Pilgrim Radio's His People, Lindy Langdon, on the particulars of the New World Newscasts, which begin airing this week on Pilgrim Radio. I would challenge the uh, listeners on Pilgrim Radio to pray as they listen, or to take a minute or two after hearing the three-minute newscast and, and pray through the news. Lindy Langdon, next. Through various print magazines, including their flagship World, online articles, podcasts, and their radio newscasts, the World News Group wants to keep us informed of how God is at work in the world. This week, Pilgrim Radio has started airing their three-minute radio newscasts, which are heard on about 150 radio stations nationwide. Lindy, it was just about a year ago that World launched those newscasts. Why did you add them along with all the other journalism resources that World offers? We really feel like at World we have a unique position for covering all of the news that happens that can affect our readers and listeners um, from a biblically objective worldview. Um, and we feel like our style of biblically objective journalism really um, stands out among the crowd and that we wanted um, our regular listeners to our podcast platforms and um, some of our online listeners to be able to access breaking news in the moment and not have to rely on um, other secular outlets to report that. Um, we felt like we had finally, we'd reached a capacity and ability to be able to provide breaking news, sort of news as it happens, um, which oftentimes people do have to rely on larger secular news gathering operations to get the um, the basic facts of something as it breaks, and then they can go to a, a Christian news outlet for some analysis. But we didn't want our readers and listeners to have to wait for that to filter down. We wanted them to be able to get it, get their breaking news straight from a reliable biblical worldview. Well, when you talk about, uh, I think you use the term biblical objectivity. Yeah. What, what, what does that mean? That may be new to some. Well, it's, it's basically objective journalism that starts off from the biblical truths that God has laid out in Scripture. And, um, you know, every journalist and every news outlet comes at their fact gathering from some point of view, mm -hmm. whether they're honest about that or not. Yeah. We all are coming from some vantage point. You know, we're not... We're not the author of the story, so we can't ever really see the entire thing the way that God sees it. We have to come from some point of view, and for world, that is the, the truth of Scripture. Um, and so, when we tell stories, we are looking for which facts reflect that truth, um, which, which newsmakers, which actions um, are, are living out the truths of Scripture, um, for, and, and proving God's Word to be true as we know it is. So, when you talk about biblical objectivity, uh, you're looking from the perspective of Scripture. You're looking at a fact situation. So, for, so for example, would there be some topic that you could think of that you might cover a little bit differently? Oh, 
Absolutely. Um, one area that I think our coverage really stands out is in the area of life and the sanctity of life. So we are we come at the news from a pro-life standpoint. Um, and when we report on things that people are doing that are going to harm that life, regardless of what stage it is, um, we tell the truth about that, you know, that things like abortion end a life that was created by God. Um, and uh, that's something that you're going to hear reflected, not just in the way that we choose our stories or the stories or how we tell them, but even down to the language that we use when we talk about um, the unborn babies and and things like that. So in terms of, say, the abortion issue that you're talking about here, Lenny, some might say they try to treat, some new organizations would try to treat both sides as well, at least to some extent, is equally valid. But you're saying, since you use the, the grid of biblical objectivity, you're, you're saying actually that's not right. the case. Uh, well, that's correct. I mean, it's clear that there there is the truth of God's word. Um, and that doesn't mean that we are going to ignore um, stories or people that don't, uh, that aren't in line with those truths. Um, but it does mean that we're going to to weigh them on the scales of scripture and not on the scales of our own comfort or um, our own our own human desires, um, but on what does God say to be true. Um, another example, I think, is um, when we cover poverty fighting and criminal justice. Mm. And we talk about life being uh, the sanctity of life and life being precious, and that that's at all stages of life. Um, and so, how do we uh, accurately report on people who are in poverty, who are experiencing hard times, who society maybe has cast off? Um, we just had a really compelling story in World Magazine about um, the Dalits, the lowest class in the caste system of India, and how the people whom society has cast off our um, Christians are coming in and um, treating them as the precious children of God that they are um, with all of the all of the rights and dignity that they deserve. And so um, we have ways that we also, you know, we when we cover poverty fighting, we're looking for ideas, organizations, policies that, really build up the inherent dignity of people that don't degrade people by saying, you know, that we don't believe that you'll ever be able to rise above your situation, um, that you don't have agency to um, to do things that, that bring value to life and to the world. So some examples of of some of the principles and how we how we play out uh, or how we apply biblical principles in our reporting. Mm, I appreciate that, Lindy. Well, my guest is Lindy Langdon. She is world's executive editor for News, and we're talking about the uh, World Radio Newscasts, uh, which we've uh, just added this week uh, to Pilgrim Radio. Well, is it possible to to summarize your goals, your objectives with the newscast, Lindy? And then, uh, if I can ask a compound question, what kinds of things what what kind of stories would people typically find in in one of those three minute newscasts well i'll start by talking about our goals which was like i said we we really uh created the sift newscasts in response to demand from our listeners uh at world we are putting out um 
a weekday podcast called The World and Everything in It that uh, is acts as sort of a daily news magazine um, and covers everything from the latest headlines to news and features that listeners might find interesting. And uh, we just, we got exceptional feedback saying we want more, we want more. We don't want to have to wait until the morning to hear the latest news that's going on. And, you know, we live in such a, um, a society of instant gratification mm-hmm. and, and people are, are more connected than they've ever been. And we want to make sure that they have a way to connect into um, a news source that's, that's biblically motivated. Uh, and so that's really why we started doing um, six times a day this this SIFCast newscast, and it's it's available both on uh, national radio stations and in a podcast form uh, that's updated six times a day with just three minutes of headlines. And you can it sort of our goal is to transport our listeners to where the news is happening. Give them what does it sound like? Uh, what is it like to be? Uh, in these these places where news is happening around the world. Um, and then the kinds of stories mm-hmm. uh, are a mix of um, what you're going to see scrolling across the news ticker on a cable news channel. Um, we we want to make sure that we're equipping our listeners to talk with the people in their lives about what's happening. You know, have you heard this? And we want people to be able to say, yeah, I, I heard that. And I heard it from a, a biblical worldview perspective. Um, and then we also know that our listeners are very, um, very interested in particular topics that they like to stay abreast of. And so we do look for stories that we know are compelling to them, you know, stories about life and the sanctity of life, um, stories about family and children are very crucial um, to our audience as well. Um, and things that are happening in uh, the church that have an effect on on all of us, um, both believers and unbelievers. So some of those stories are going to be woven in with your with your top daily headlines. Politics. Oh yeah, there's plenty of that. <laughs> plenty of that. In fact, we were um, we were up into the wee hours uh, covering the Republican presidential debates recently. Um, World recently opened a news bureau in Washington, D.C., actually our offices right across the street from the U.S. Supreme Court. Mm. And um, we really wanted to, again, I talk about we want to take listeners to where the news is happening. And so to do that, we've got to have our journalists where the news is happening. And so we have reporters there also who are out um you know, talking with lawmakers, talking with with protesters, with voters, uh, people in D.C. that are at the center of making policies that affect our listeners' everyday life. Now, you may have said this, but national and international news. That's that's exactly right. Um, and we have a whole a whole team of breaking news reporters who are daily uh, and hourly combing through uh, different news wires, headlines, sources that we have. We also have a, a pretty um, robust and growing team of journalists all over the world, um, both throughout the United States, and we have a growing global desk as well. When breaking news sources come in, we're often able to tap into that network um, and say to our sources, uh, if we have you know, a reporter in Asia, in Africa, in Europe, in some of these places, um, hey, what are you seeing there on the ground? 
I mean, we're incorporating those points of view as well into our newscasts. So World's Journalism Network is um, is broader than it's ever been right now. And it's also we work really hard to equip our journalists to look deeply at the news. Tell us about that that network of, uh, of reporters, of journalists that you have and where they're where they're located, how many you have and where some of the places they are. I oversee the news department um, at World News Group. And I believe there's about 19 of us, um, including uh, some editors and journalists. Um, we do have a small group at our headquarters in Asheville, North Carolina, which is where Joel Bells, our founder, first started World News Group. And we still maintain a newsroom there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of our SIFTcast content is produced out of that bureau. And then um, we have reporters in Washington, D.C., across the country to California, down in Texas, um, and we've also got uh, our growing global desk. Our global desk chief, Jenny Lynn Schmidt, is in Switzerland. And um, our deputy global desk chief, Onizeo Hickory, is in Abuja, Nigeria. And we have correspondents um, in uh, Asia, in Australia. Um, and we've even had some reports um, from um, correspondents either in Russia or connected to Russia that sort of thing. Um, Because obviously the war in Ukraine is a big story right now and we're working really hard um, with both our journalists and our sources on the ground to find stories to tell that can um, bring some hope and redemption to really difficult topics like that. Well, as we're talking about the world uh, radio SIFT newscasts, uh, Lindy, are there some kinds of stories that you won't cover? That maybe other news organizations. Well, you know, despite how much uh, web traffic it can draw in, we don't do a lot of celebrity news um, because um, that just seems like something that doesn't. There's not now. If a celebrity is 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 doing something particularly noteworthy that we feel like our biblical journalism can can bring to bear. Uh, So, for example, we have been covering. This is kind of celebrity news. We have covered a little bit. Um, the dispute that's arisen between Michael Orr and his uh, the family that helped him in his teenage years that was made famous in the movie The Blind Side, mm-hmm. um, because that does involve um, some well-known believers uh, trying to live and act out their faith. Um, and so we've we've covered some of that kind of stuff. But we don't do a lot of celebrity news, um, and we try to avoid uh, things that you might consider to be clickbait you know, we try to be honest in our headlines and not have, uh, I mean, how many headlines have I seen? And they get you every time where oh, some some really famous person has done some really crazy thing. And then you click on it and it's it's something that, you know, really doesn't. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I always <clears throat> kind of feel like a little bit of a sucker when I do that. <laughs> but, um, but I will say that. Uh, so that's the kind of stuff that you might that mm-hmm. you might not see. Um but there's really not any story that we would shy away from necessarily. And we've covered, um, you know, really unfortunately sad and, and dramatic tragedies. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had recovery from wildfires in Maui that we've covered. Um, we've sent reporters into um, after school shootings and things like that, because those are all things that are affecting the daily lives of believers um, and and everyone here in the United States. And those stories need to be told from a perspective of um, God's 
redeeming plan for the world. How graphic or how detailed do you get when you're talking about uh, violence or violent acts or violent crimes? Well, we have a saying around the world that says we're here to be salt, not sugar. Um, and so we're not looking to sugarcoat the facts or the truth, mm -hmm. though. Um, but I will say that we also try not to unnecessarily um, inflame or sensationalize the facts of things. Another saying that you'll hear around the world a lot is um, sensational facts, understated prose, right? So we try to really let the facts speak for themselves. Um, and also keep in mind that um, our, our listening audience involves and in, includes um, families, children, people that are driving in their cars um, who right. we don't want to. Um, we want to inform them and edify them and equip them, but not ruin their day. <laughs> Your slogan, if it's correct to call it this, uh, Lindy, is sound journalism grounded mm -hmm. in facts and biblical truth. And just taking a look at that uh, the second piece right there, grounded in facts. So is that to say some news isn't grounded in facts? Absolutely. I think in the world of politics, there's a lot of news that's not grounded in facts. Um, there, there's, there's a realm of political theater that we see uh, mm -hmm. going on daily of, um, and I always challenge the reporters that I work with, um, we don't, we're not here to report what people say. We're here to report what people do. I, I'm more interested in policies and actions and agreements and things like that um, than I am in posturing. And I think our listeners appreciate that about us. You know, um, we try to avoid a lot of the he said, she said type journalism and really just, um, look at what's changing in the world that we can report on. I'm wondering, maybe you can help uh, uh, our listeners to discern if a story that's labeled news is factual or if it's actually opinion or advocacy or even propaganda. Another challenge I often give to reporters is to look at um, – in any particular story, who benefits from this story being reported this way and who is is being glorified by this. And so we try to report news in a way that that glorifies God and acknowledges God's sovereignty. Um, and and we can always go back to that as kind of our North Star. Uh, and so and and news consumers can also do that for themselves um, and can uh, approach the news um, prayerfully, but also hopefully, you know, because there is a lot of bad news. Um, and I've reported on bad news and I've coached other journalists, uh, young journalists that as they have, you know, we had over a year ago now, um, two really gifted journalists who went to Uvalde, Texas, uh, in the immediate aftermath of that devastating school shooting. Um, and were able to sit with a community in its grief and then to go back six months later a year later to see what things are what things has god done to redeem this situation um and so uh i also think that listeners can can look for news outlets that are are on the ground talking to, to the real people, not just the pundits, and um, and covering stories for the long haul, and not just for the sensational 
day-to-day. You use the word redemptively, and I'm wondering, how would you recommend listeners listen to the news redemptively? In other words, they have that perspective, well, I don't like to listen to the news, I don't like to see it, I don't like to read it, because it's depressing. How would you uh, counter that, or if you would? Sure, yeah. I mean, I eventually, I think it's a matter of equipping and training yourself um, for the challenges that God is going to bring into every every life. Um, and uh, w- there, there was a saying, you know, that everyone gets their 15 minutes of fame. Um, and increasingly, all of us are at some point in time going to find ourselves in the center of some sort of newsworthy situation. It may not be national news, but we'll be in situations that are going to draw attention and um, and draw attention to who we are as God's people and God's children. They say that experience is the best teacher. And one of the ways that we can learn from experience is by learning from stories, because a story is just a secondhand experience, right? I encourage people to listen to the news, um, not so that they can be entertained, but so that they can be educated about the world around them. And I think that there's plenty of instruction in scripture for us to be wise and to seek wisdom, and this is one of the ways that believers can do that. I've heard it said, Lindy, and I'm just wondering your your comment on this, that one way to listen or to look at the news is as an avenue for prayer. Absolutely, um, and that is one thing that um, we've, we have a, a daily newsletter over email called, also called The Sift, because it's, um, it's the same sort of uh, quick, but, uh, it, you know, shorter news stories, shorter headlines geared to help people uh, really just stay up on the news of the day, stay informed and educated. And we have had readers of our newsletter say, hey, this this newsletter has become my daily prayer list. And I'm praying through these stories as I read them. Um, and, and radio listeners can do the same. You know, we usually cover um, about five to six uh, national international news stories in every three minute newscast. Um, so, you know, I would challenge the uh, listeners on Pilgrim Radio to pray as they listen or to take a minute or two after hearing the three minute newscast and, and pray through the news um, because that's a way that we as Christians can be salt and light in the world. Well, I'm talking with Lindy Langdon. She is World's Executive Editor for News, and we're talking about World's uh, Radio Newscasts known as The Sift, which have uh, uh, premiered on Pilgrim Radio this week. Well, Lindy, uh, of course, you're not the only Christian-oriented radio news organization out there, and not not asking you to badmouth anybody, but what sets Sift World News apart from other Christian broadcast news outlets, what, or if there is a difference? Well, I think that if you look at the history of World News Group, um, going back to uh, 1981, when uh, our founder, Joel Bells, started uh, God's World News, which was originally a um, a Christian news uh, source. It was a printed paper for uh, school children in Christian schools or in homeschools. And the mission of World has been deeply educational since its foundation. And um, we've had a number of editors and journalists who uh, come from the um, from the world of academia or education. That's really core to our identity is um, a seeing our role as journalists as also teachers 
And so um, we're looking to help people understand the world around them to bring deeper understanding from a biblical worldview. Um, and I think that you can hopefully hear in our SIFT radio news or any of the other news products that we put out um, that we're we're not trying to ad- promote an agenda so much as we are trying to equip listeners to understand the world around them and make their own decisions and their own um, form their own fact-based opinions about the world around them. Well, Lindy, what are the SIFT's primary news sources? In other words, where, where do you get your news, uh, the Associated Press, Reuters, etc.? And to what extent is your reporting uh, original or do you, do you gather it yourself as well? Yeah, there's. it's a mix, honestly. Um, fortunately, in this day and age of connectivity, yeah. uh, we have access to a lot of the same news sources that every major national news outlet is relying on. Um, and so we, and that's part of the name, The Sift, is there are so many different um, places providing news on a regular basis. And it, for people, it can kind of be like drinking through a fire hose, yeah. you know, as much news as there is going around 24-7. So in some ways, we're looking to distill that down for readers and listeners. And so, yeah, we are watching the other headlines because we know that we're here to to sift through those and provide a biblical alternative. Um, but we also do, like I said, we have our own network of correspondence as well. Um, and so even if maybe a story breaks on a national news site, we're looking to activate quickly our own reporters and journalists to um, provide information, analysis, background, and that sort of thing. Um, I'll give you one example. We are blessed to have a really strong group of legal correspondents, um, attorneys who, for some reasons we don't understand, decided to become journalists. Yeah. And um, and so uh, Supreme Court decision season is always a really busy time at World. And we are, we've got our lawyers out there ready and waiting to download those Supreme Court opinions and read them and help our listeners make sense of, of what's going on. Um, that's just one example. You'll hear voices like uh, Mary Reichard, uh, Steve West, Jenny Ruff are all some of our, our sort of in-house uh, lawyer journalists that we're blessed to have. Well, uh, Lindy, I know I have to let you go here in just a moment, but I'm wondering if you could tell us about your background in news and how did the Lord lead you to the World News Group? Uh, sure. So I um, am am a, a lover of stories from the time I was a little girl, mm. and I felt called into journalism, um, but not necessarily uh, Christian journalism. Um, and I attended a journalism school at the University of Missouri when I was in college. And um, through a series of uh, providential meetings with people, including Russ Pulliam, who's a member of our world board, and a, uh, the Pulliam family uh, is the uh, former owners of news outlets like the Indianapolis Star and the Arizona Republic, and um, was able to get connected with world and really it was such a breath of fresh air for me um, to find that there were serious journalists um, asking biblical questions and reporting in a very serious way. And so um, the Lord sort of just connected me with world. And I had a, a very brief career in newspapers and some other places, um, but God kept kind of calling me back. And now I've been working at world for uh, about the last 10 years 
Um, and so blessed that I've been able to use the, the passion for story that I feel like God gave me and develop that as a skill for, for telling the news. Um, and also for training younger journalists. Again, I said education is a really important part of World's Mission. And um, a lot of the journalists that are working on our newscasts are are really in training to become um, the, the next generation of, um, of news leaders. And um, we're, we're one of the few national news outlets that hires uh, a select few journalists right out of college and puts them to work. Um, because we really do believe that 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 is a, a critical part of our, our mission is training up the next generation of, of biblical journalists. You've been listening to His People on Pilgrim Radio. Many thanks to our guest, Lindy Langdon, World's Executive Editor for News. This week, we began airing World's Radio Newscasts on Pilgrim Radio. Coming up on tomorrow's program, it's Rob Jackson on the rise of loneliness in our culture and some biblically-based ways to address it. And people are finding themselves increasingly attached to screens mm-hmm. and detached from actual relationships. And loneliness is perhaps greater than it's been in a long time. That's tomorrow at this same time, right here on Pilgrim Radio. Thanks for listening. <laughs>